Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I am Jake. And we spent 16 minutes talking about the state of things and the world and how angry I am in general because of it. <laughs> and I'm pretty even keeled about everything, so... <laughs> uh, but we did talk about uh, parents and relatives and how they have disappointed us <laughs> and with their beliefs and the structure they're in. And how Sky understands how mad, why his dad was so mad all the time. <laughs> yeah, being an adult is pretty terrible, wall to wall. Um, but we're watching the Mighty Ducks. I fixed it. Good job. I have control on my phone. If okay, you like. now I'll put my phone away. Cool. Uh, so we're watching the Mighty Ducks uh, episode different eleven. When then we do. I think it's twelve. 12. It's twelve. It's uh, Beaks versus Brawn. Yeah. The Beaks of the Ducks. Right. And Brawn is an acronym. For a robot. Right. That we meet. I forget, but the uh, last word is negotiations. And, um... The R is probably robot. Yeah. Big robot against winning negotiations. Perfect. Which is, it's not it, but it, it fits. But that is, yeah, it is kind of how it acts in the end. Yeah. Um. So there was like a Civil War attempt that we got to talking about, and that's... Uh, we're going to instead talk about ducks that shoot guns yeah. instead of people who steal podiums. But only half of the ducks are we going to talk about today because three they sidelined side three of them real quick. It was like halfway. It seems pretty fast to me. Well, show's only 22 minutes. We're going to talk about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes gotten long lately. <laughs> we, got a lot of, we got a lot of feelings and things to say. I guess so. So, uh, reality rips in half, and a robot made out of gold comes through, and we yeah. get a shot of his clenched fist like Arthur, and it says brawn on, like, a police badge on it. I thought you meant Arthur of the Arthurian legend. Oh. Arthur. Nope, but I meant Arthur You meant the Arthur the... the yeah. Or the John Ar- Legend, who looks like Arthur the Yardvark. <laughs> does Arthur have a last name? He probably does, right? The Yardvark. Is that it? I have no idea. Hmm. I assume so. I've... I mean, there I've are never last names in that world exactly. because they've got a, their teachers because the teacher Ratburn. Yeah, his last name is Reed. Arthur Reed. Yeah, Arthur Timothy Reed. That doesn't feel right, but you're you looked it up, and I have no reason to. I can show you. I believe you. It just look. Doesn't... He's waving at you on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> if you move your phone in the right way, yeah. <laughs> See, we're te- got... we're teaching people things they never thought they needed to know. Sky, we're very we're good. Yeah, but if you just stuff. treat things uh, like what? not weird, like if you just accept a thing into the world and you don't call attention to it, that it's just a part of the world. I don't know what that means. Oh, no, yeah. I meant we yeah. were teaching people the, Arthur's last name. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I I, I, make- <laughs> I understand and accept that there are gay people in the world. Okay. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> we got off track. <laughs> and confused. We were having two different discussions. That's why Sky we, was still that's very... why we don't talk outside of podcasting anymore because we could talk about a TV show. Yeah, Sky was concerned about Mister Ratburn, and I was concerned about Arthur. Well, so I'm afraid of him getting run out of town. People don't like rats <laughs> or gays, except that pizza rat. That's true. He was taking that piece of pizza home to his husband <laughs> or turtles. Oh yes, I was like, what do turtles have to do with being gay? <laughs> I figured it out. Yep. They don't. I'm going to delete all of this. Why? It's fun. Sure is. So the robot comes out, and he looks kind of menacing, because he's got a bit of a skull face. 
Um, but he's got a police badge, which isn't necessarily like making me feel better. But <laughs> in 1996, it might have. That's true. I was a kid at this time, and I was like, "All yeah. police are fine." Yeah. And I was an adult. I'm less willing to accept it. But also, at that point in my life, I was st- I was still afraid of going to jail. <laughs> like for no reason, I never did anything remotely bad. But I, the prison was still a very scary idea to me. That yeah. I was like, that's a thing that could happen to me if I'm not careful. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea of a deterrent is to make you afraid of doing. I thing. guess that's true. It worked. I didn't go to prison so far. Yeah, till I murder you on podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you murder me on a podcast and then get arrested for it, then I think you deserve it because that means you posted it yourself. I edited it and posted it myself and did not edit out the murder. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like you deserve it. Yeah, that's true. So the the robot man, he's got eyebrows, which I appreciate. Goes walking towards a campground or trailer park. He does have a a stunning, like, pompadour. Yeah. And he walks up to a camper, and it turns out that this camper's actually Draganus' ship. And onside, onside? Inside, uh, Siege is shooting a poster he made of the Mighty Ducks, spelled M-I-T-E-Y. He took the time to draw their faces on it so he could shoot it. Yeah. And it didn't damage the wall, but it did burn the, the, the poster. I mean, I guess he knows what he's doing. I guess so. Siege is there. Nope. Yeah. Well, Siege, Siege is there. Siege and Wrath. Wrath is the other one's yes. name. I, keep, I can't keep them straight. I don't know why. So Siege is wearing a black mask, right? Yes. Because it doesn't conform. Like His nostrils are his skin tone. I don't know why he needs to wear a mask and why he's the only one wearing a mask. Because uh, it looks cool as fuck. Okay. Sure. But Wrath makes fun of him a little bit and Siege wants to go kill stuff. And Chameleon comes running in and says that, uh, you know, wanting to murder is a bad thing. And he morphs into what I assume is Sigmund Freud. That seems about right. <laughs> we, we don't have any uh, Sigmund Freud knowledge, I guess. Like uh, He wanted... He believed that everyone deep down wants to fuck their mom. I mean, we don't have any knowledge of what he looked like ready <laughs> in our brains. That is that is true. And I'm not going to look him up like I did Arthur so we don't get in another <laughs> he's confusing less argument. Yeah, he's less important to me than Arthur. Arthur uh, Reed. Jacanus <laughs> so, comes walking in and he's pissed that nobody's doing the thing because um, their ships are, aren't working again. I don't know what happened to it in between the last time it worked and this time. It's real hard to get a, a read on what's going on with these dragons. An Arthur read. hey His plan is to make a new ship, but it's just a flying platform, not unlike a helicarrier where you can just, or uh, not unlike the Phoenix King's uh, flying dirigibles in Avatar The Last Airbender. It's real hard to get a read on how big it is in these schematics. Like, I thought it yeah. was going to be a lot smaller than it It looks like a being. surfboard in the in the view that we're looking at it. I thought it was going to be big enough they could all, like, stand on it. Yeah. But it's kind of football fields field yeah. sized and when we see it finally. Football fields are big for those that don't know. Right. Um, standard American football field. Right. Even bigger than European football. Right. A football pitch, if you will. Yes, and I, I will. where you're from. I'm from uh, here. <laughs> hey, me too. Also, there's a wrecking ball on it. Yeah. Not sure why. Well, also, I thought it was a fishing pole when I thought it was was much smaller than it is also. Yeah, you got to fish out humans to shoot. Yeah, or fish to eat. I guess. I'm not sure what their plans are other than, like, murdering a bunch of folk. Um, 
And apparently, Draganus is uh, in contact with another human inventor. Uh, before the last four years, I'd be I would have been like, who are these humans who are constantly siding with this evil warlord <laughs> dragon? But it makes a lot of sense who nowadays. Self serving shitbag people who just want to get a taste of money. <laughs> uh, why it's Doctor Swindell? Yeah, the 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 characters keep calling him Swindle because he's bad he's a bad guy he's it's a touchy point for him he prefers swindell yeah but apparently he invented anti-grav um guy i have bad news i dropped my phone so i can't look up things that aren't important oh, anymore no <laughs> it's way over now there. you have to focus on the podcast we do <laughs> <laughs> what if i have a question about someone's last name <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to live like it's 96 and wait <laughs> Wait until we can ask our moms. Mm-hmm. If they don't know, we don't know. That's right. You can ask a teacher or your mom or go to the library yeah. and hope that somebody can help you. Or you ask around at recess and uh, hope that <laughs> and the information Someone you will glean... tell you some lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that they heard from a different adult who was also lying. Adults love to lie to children. It's what they do exclusively. <laughs> I know because I have nieces and nephews. And you have to lie to them constantly? No, I choose to lie to them constantly <laughs> because it's funny to me. Um, Yours is out of, of entertainment, not uh, yeah, necessity not ma- not like malice. your sister. <laughs> That's right. My lies are funny. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where my nieces can't really tell when I'm telling them the truth. So when I tell them something that's true and stupid, they look at their mom and they're like, really? She's like, yes. That's how my brother talks exclusively and I hate it because he's always like, no, I don't mean that. I'm like, I can't tell with you. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- this guy, instead of just taking this shit to the patent office, is trying to sell it to warlords or whatever. So he's selling out humanity for money. I guess Draganus has human money. I guess so. Uh, but at that point, the robot smashes in a door Kool-Aid man style, uh, offering fresh, refreshing drinks. He's going to fight the thirsties. That's right. Uh, Draganus knows exactly who it is because he announces that he's here for Sorian number two f- or 427 because I guess Draganus has been arrested before. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he said he was his guard at the prison. Yeah. And uh, the robots start shooting this robot, um, but instead of a boob gun, the brawn guy, <laughs> brawny paper towels, has a Gatling gun arm that is much more effective. He than... shoots one of the robots through a big pillar of yeah. technology. <laughs> he takes down the pillar and the robot, severing him in half, just like bifurcating him completely. Yeah, and none of their blasts are doing anything to him. Yeah, they are just glancing off. Siege comes over and like tries to punch it to death with his tail which does not work at all uh and then wrath throws a fireball at it and apparently it's immune to magic also <laughs> apparently it's made of adamantine which is a magic from metal from D that resists magic yes chameleon uh just shoots him a bunch which also doesn't work uh it makes another pop culture reference that i don't get since he forgot he had a pie in the oven well, before that, he's yelling oh. something else, and he does a face, but I don't know what it is. And yeah, I don't, I don't care either. enough to go back. I don't think we would have gotten it at the time of. Certainly not. It was it. A, it was probably a thing that like, oh, their parents will get it. Yeah, I think it was a reference to a mobster movie, but mm. I I can't verify that. 
So everybody runs behind a blast door and they shut it, but then the robot just kind of kicks through it also. This is like the it's like the opposite of Animaniacs where sometimes you didn't get the jokes because they were pop culture references that you didn't understand, but you still understood that this is a reference to something and it's funny. Yeah, and then you grew up and understand it now. Yeah. And then we grew up fingerprints. And didn't understand. And they said, I don't think so. Get it? Because they wanted to put a finger inside of that I man. I did get it. Yeah. But instead, Wacko looked directly at us, was like, good night, everybody. Because <laughs> he was uncomfortable. And he understood the joke. Yes. The Warner kids. Well, they weren't kids. They were like, f- in the in the 90. canon of yeah, in the canon of the show, they were like ninety years old. <laughs> so Dragonus flips a switch, and then he shoots the robot with force beams. Who luckily they're right there. Yeah, that's why they. Well, they they chose that hallway for a reason. I guess that's true. So Dragonus flips open his head and pushes three buttons, and that Beep, fully boop. re. Oh, it's two only buttons. two. It's three later. Yeah. If well, you got to re-reprogram. Yeah, fully reprogram button. <laughs> and instead, uh, Draganus apparently in those two button presses programmed "Go Kill Ducks." It would have been great to like watch him up on his approach to the mighty ducks, just murdering little regular ducks, <laughs> stomping babies. He's ducks. just killing all ducks. <laughs> Punches a duck right in the neck. Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, at the at the pond, the ducks are having a, a hockey team game, hockey game, uh, as they are, you know, want to do. Uh, nosedive steals a puck, and I don't know what the score is, and it also doesn't matter because the game gets interrupted by laser blast because the brawn has also Kool Aid manned his way straight into the ice. He never uses a door. This guy <laughs> he doesn't have to. He he makes doors. And then Phil is surprised that people are trying to kill his team again. Yeah. Uh, if even if it wasn't aliens trying to murder them, I feel like humans would be trying to because For humans sure. are terrible and timid creatures that kill what they don't understand. <laughs> Like, human rights is tricky for them. So they're like, what if we overthrew the government yeah. and then hung Mike Pence? And so they would immediately try and uh, murder these ducks. Yes. Without hesitation. They would drag them behind a pickup truck the government because they're terrible. The government would no doubt have quarantined these ducks. You know, I mean, that would be prudent because there's they definitely brought viruses and bacteria Duck- with them. Ducks that are from this planet have bacteria on them you don't want to touch. Right. These guys are fucking eating in our restaurants and hanging out in our comic book shops. Taking our women yeah. and our jobs. Our jo- because they stole our hockey team. That's right. The robot doesn't shoot any of the ducks. He shoots a, r- a lot around them. Um, so they decide to lure it away from the people. The stadium's empty. Yeah, it cleared out fast. I mean, I guess when you have this happen a lot. Yeah, you got to have a plan. The fire exits are very well documented. Yeah, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. So the the ducks change into their battle gear off screen. Like we see the flash of the light. <laughs> and we hear Wildwing yell, change into battle gear. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, they couldn't animate it this time. It's probably for the same reason that they get rid of three ducks halfway through. <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So they do run outside and hide next to a building. Um, later, a very strong theme of this episode is no collateral damage, so they really shouldn't be hiding next to buildings and shit. Especially right here, like, this isn't, this doesn't seem to be the, like, constantly under construction part of town that they usually go to. Right. It's right outside their, their (laughs) 
uh, stadium hockey dome. dome. The pond. The rink. Uh, So the ducks went through the door like you'll do, but then uh, Braun Kool-Aid Man's through another wall. He's just an unstoppable Terminator. Uh, And then Wild Wing yells, explosive pucks. So they all start shooting him. And they kind of raise the ground around him. Yep. There's a big crater. They ruin the parking lot. Yeah, and several cars. I'd be so pissed. Uh, But then the the robot's fine. And it keeps walking and then it shoots at them some more. Uh, More specifically, around them. It shoots around them a bunch more. (laughs) Yeah. And then Officer Cleghorn shows up, who drove past the robot <laughs> shooting at them. Like, we see in the animation, that's what happens. And then he is like, where's the trouble? Oh, it's these fucking ducks again. And Wild Wings yells at him, you know how, like, there's a, you don't think there are dragons and shit and robots? And he's like, yeah, because ducks I'll accept talk, that can talk to me. And, like, fly around in their (laughs) unsanctioned airship. (laughs) But I refuse to believe in the dragons that I've definitely seen attacking. Uh, And then the robot shows up, and he's like, oh, they're robots. Well, he blows up the car as he's trying to get into it. That's true. He yells that he needs evidence. Instead of investigating, he opts to leave. And then the robot blows up his car. And he's immediately covered in ash and a, a black and white man. I, yeah, I hoped uh, him to die is what I wanted. Because <laughs> he's a terrible character and I hate him. There's just so few on-screen deaths in this show. I think it would really <laughs> turn it around. If he, They could have just had him fall down and not get back up. It would have been fine. And then someone off-screen could be like, oh, he's asleep now. <laughs> they had to ADR that because it didn't test well. That's right. Watching a man die. You know in the Ninja Turtles movie where uh, Tetsu beats, just pummels that foot ninja to death? Or he throws him into a locker and he falls down. Uh, what, which one's Tetsu? Is that the big Tetsu's scary the, leader? Yeah, he's he's the second in command yeah. under Shredder. They ADR'd in, oh, he'll be okay. Because in the original script, he genuinely killed that child. Oh. <laughs> uh, so they had to add that in so, when, so moms <laughs> wouldn't get mad. That's fair. Yeah. That one's fair. But no, he beat that kid to death. <laughs> You'll be okay, Sancho. Nope, dead. Full dead. Well, he sh- shouldn't have done whatever he did. He tried to stop Tetsu from pummeling other people. Ah. Yeah, don't try that. Yeah, and he had a murder hard on. Uh, so they yell that they need to lure it away from collateral damage, and then they lead it deeper into the city. And Mallory starts saying things like, look, war has collateral damage. Um, but they brought this war to this planet. Not really. They chased it there. Draganus went there of their own. Uh, I guess so. They're still responsible. I guess he was escaping them. I don't know, man. But Duck Orange leads him down a, a one-way alley that has a, a walled-off end, so they can't run away anymore. And Mallory's a real bitch about it. Yeah, they were heading to a construction zone, but now they're stuck in this alley, which is, you know, surely going to spell their doom as they have nowhere to run and none of their weapons are effective against this thing. Um, So it has them cornered. They start shooting all except Grin, who doesn't bother carrying a weapon because fuck Grin. The robot shoots more missiles and a bunch of debris falls. Uh, We see the ducks run out of the way, which means the robot also saw that, but he uh, doesn't see them anymore, so the ducks are dead to him. 
when in reality they're just in the sewer. I guess there was a hole right I there. I guess so. I don't know how they got there. Cartoon. We didn't see them fall down. We didn't see the floor or the ground get caved in. And we still don't see it even when they're in there. But Grin is pinned by a pipe. And Nosedive and Duck Orange are both hurt. Everybody else is fine. I don't think Grin says anything this episode, does he? He says a couple of things. Um, but everybody else is too hurt to go and do stuff. Uh, Grin says that he wants to meditate, but the ringing in his head is too loud. And then That's what Grin says in this episode. That's a we show wrap on those three. <laughs> we jump back to uh, like a nuclear power plant where Swindell works, I guess. Or at uh, least has access to. Yeah. And Draganus is admiring the anti-grav generator. It, it floats by itself. So does just the device itself float or does it imbue that property to other stuff? It sure seems like it just is floating, so if you're holding on to it, you float with it. Except, like, Draganus was holding it and didn't float. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it only fl- you only float with it if you w- believe. <laughs> Keep your happy thoughts. Yeah. Nothing more scientific than fairy dust. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Look uh, it up. So the, the dragons are building their thing here, um, and Swindell decides to swindle... Uh, Draganus and marks up the thing by several million dollars. Why does Earth money mean anything to Draganus? I mean, I guess in this instance, he didn't steal enough. Is the only thing I could think of. Okay, cool. Here's what he can do: is bite the head off that regular human man, and then have the device. It's true. He could do it in this very instant that he's standing over him. Yeah. But instead, he gives him enough time to uh, activate the force field generator he was wearing under his turtleneck, or not turtleneck, his sweater vest. And he, he really uh, gives up his, uh, you know, element of surprise by ha- making his eyes glow like that. Yeah. Draganus, that is. Yeah. Siege tries to shoot him, uh, but he acti- uh, Swindell activates the f- uh, force field. And then he hops away with the anti-grav generator, threatening to sell it to the highest bidder. Okay, there's not eBay. How are you doing it, man? Uh, You'll see in a minute. Through the phone. (laughs) Through a phone auction. (laughs) Yeah. So, having been had, Draganus is like, you know what? Fuck this kid. And he gets the the robot, Braun, to go and murder him. Um, Meanwhile, the other three ducks... Uh, are just driving around in the migrator and their plan is to go find and kill the robot but no collateral damage they're yes. very that's the theme of this episode because all of a sudden they're concerned with that but, maybe someone threatened them with a lawsuit between the last episode and this episode <laughs> they do break a lot of things and we pointed yes. out a lot like three family family businesses have been ruined by these guys <laughs> one of them was just because of a bad yelp review that they <laughs> that's true to be fair, that diner did serve a lot of hair. <laughs> uh, so they see the robot in its bronze glory, and then they pull in front of it, thinking that'll stop it. But instead, it metamorphs its arm into, a, I don't know, some sort of hammer, and it knocks the migrator on its side. So the ducks climb out, not through the window like they did in the last one. <laughs> um, Why would they do that? Why I don't know. We- it was dumb when they did it in the last one. But if you can do it, you should do it. So, um, they they realize that this is a robot, 
and it got reprogrammed or it's you know relentless and then we cut over to swindle wait 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 Wildwing uh sets tanya down so gently and and helps her down with such he's, a he's so he's so strong but he just has that light touch and it really it's from being a hockey goalie is that it yeah he's got finesse oh uh, well i i appreciate it <laughs> both sexually and uh you know just as a as a point in the character's arc <laughs> trying to get up on that duck yeah i guess so <laughs> all right well, it's like the the interaction with the ducks is what does it oh, okay. with him and Tanya. <laughs> Gets y'all boned I up. I ship those two. Okay. Fair enough. All boned up. Um, so <laughs> Raging hard on every time we podcast. So Swindle has three payphones Yeah, going. keep moving on. I'm trying Sky. to. Keep trying. And he's got someone on the phone. I'm guessing one of those leads to Dubai. One leads to the Cobra Commander. And one leads to Lex Luthor. Well, we find out later one of them, I think, leads to Draganus. Yeah. Um, and he's he's yelling numbers because he's doing an auction, I guess. How he got these people on the phone, how he knew them, I never... It doesn't matter. It it doesn't. I, presumably, he these people were interested before, and they're like, you make another one of these. They might have been investors in the beginning. Yeah. he was making these things. But then uh, Braun shows up and melts a payphone. Uh, the final like bid was like ten gra- million, I think. They don't tell tell us the final bid. Oh right, it was it's, up to it's eight. Like eight, yeah, and, and then, then yeah, someone says a number, and he's like, "Oh, that's it, that's the winner," and he he's very excited. Yeah, but Braun ruins his sale, um, so he goes running away, and Braun chases him and stops shooting at him for some reason. Uh, but then Wildwing brings out the shield that he has in his gauntlet and. Uh, bronze lasers can't get through it it's the first time we've seen them not just immediately work <laughs> um and swindle doesn't know about the fucking giant ducks that live in his city and they're just like not a hockey fan i guess also i feel like they would have made the news aliens confirmed yeah they live here they keep blowing shit up uh tr- keep an eye out for duck pox <laughs> definitely gonna get gonna get that everyone in the city is definitely sterile now <laughs> um and he's like no nah, I'm, I'm just a scientific genius who doesn't watch the news and then uh brawn kool-aid man's through another door this time with his gun i mean you would that you could yeah and the ducks keep skating away on their <laughs> rocket skates that don't make them move that fast no because Sw- swindle can keep up with them no problem so brawn having lost sight of them wanders off and uh wildwing interrogate having the opportunity starts to interrogate swindle he pokes swindle in the chest and he drops his bag but instead of falling to the ground it hovers in midair which jake thought was a animation error yeah it's it's the device i thought it was on accident and then wildwing looks in the bag with his mask you know like he does and he immediately recognizes it as an anti-gravity device he's really up on the technology i guess so he's been to best buy he's been to radio shack you can put two and do it together. I, I was like, he hasn't been to Radio Shack, but I guess at this time, yeah, you could have gone. That was to the Radio only Shack. place to go. It's where Axe got all of his components. <laughs> There's probably a Best Buy at this point, maybe. But we know they went to Radio Shack for sure. Well, it's it's literally said a whole bunch in the books, right? Um, so the robot finds him again. That's really it so far. I mean, <laughs> you just edit this part out where yeah. it's quiet. That's what I usually do. 
So they go into a clothing shop um, that Swindle is, ran into. This is when the dog had to go to the bathroom, so huh. that's why we're confused. <laughs> Could be. We were busy looking at the dog. Yeah. So uh, the robot smashes through, and he gets a dress pinned to his shirt some or to his chest somehow. Um, and everything looks dire for the ducks, but then Tanya moves a uh, a mirror so the uh, the robot shoots it, and the laser blast comes back and hits him in the face. Yeah, he sees her, so he thinks he's murdering her, but right. he's really murdering himself. Right, and then Mallory gra- grabs his gauntlet gun and levels it directly at her face. She sure does. To uh, read the badge that's on his fist, and it's brawn. Wildwing recognizes it. <laughs> the others don't, but then Tanya goes into his head and starts futzing about with it. Um, and she fixes him with no trouble for a, th- a robot she'd never encountered before. She can sure just reprogram on the fly, no problem. I mean, <laughs> she's good. Yeah. So, uh, Swindle has run off to the the hot dog store where there's a guy who's gonna pay him for his device. Um. It ends up being uh, a just a, a sh- real shit guy, and then also it's chameleon. Yeah, the briefcase that's supposed to be full of money is full of newspaper. Wah, wah. Why? Why did they go to all the trouble of putting newspaper in there? I don't know. I don't know why they cut newspaper into cash-sized shapes as well. <laughs> it's very odd. But uh, wrath also appears out of nowhere, and then they take the thing, and then they leave with teleportation. You know, screwing over Swindle. Looks like you got swindled. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So Tanya gets the robot up and running again, and everybody's on their knees, and they have a weird conversation, or they have weird poses for this conversation. <laughs> um, But his personality is all turned around, and he's very polite and cheerful. He's been reprogrammed twice in the in the last 24 hours. Maybe so. that hat shouldn't be so easily opened. Yeah, maybe. Um. But he explains how Draganas tricked him into trying to kill him. And he says things like, Jolly G- G- Golly G will occurs. You know, like futuristic death robots do. <laughs> right. So Wildwing's like, uh, we're also tracing that dragon. And then Braun says we should work together. And they do. Meanwhile, Draganas has the thing that he needed. Now he's got his platform floating. So now he's going to just kill everyone i guess yeah i guess he's just gonna fly over everything and blast it to bits i don't know why what are your why what are you doing he just he wants to destroy earth for some unspecified reason okay just to practice i guess until he gets back to the ducks homeworld (laughs) sure um so the the ducks start walking with um brawn and they're laying out all that they know and uh, then, like, they <laughs> they see the damn flying platform. Um, and they're like, we should probably do something about that. <laughs> What's weird is they don't get the arrow wing. Right, they have a plane to fly. I mean, I guess there's no time? Sure. Although that ship's doing a lot of flying without a lot of destroying. Yeah, it's also moving extremely slowly. It's basically a blimp, except it can be directed, yeah. evidently. If I was a bad guy, I'd have a Zeppelin for sure. Oh, for sure. 
just for the aesthetic. Yeah. Honestly, if I had any sort of vast amounts of money, I would have a Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would you? Do you prefer the rigid airship or do you prefer a blimp? Uh, probably an airship. They're moderately different. Yeah. Um, I want a hot air balloon. That seems fucking terrifying. Yep. Strapping a goddamn basket. W- on a, a basket. Yeah. Here's my wicker basket on the bottom of this big ass balloon. Now you I go are up. Completely subject to the whims of the wind. Ugh. Yeah. Just thinking about it makes me queasy. <laughs> That's how I feel about boats being on the ocean. Horrified. Uh, yeah, I would never go out like on an open ocean. Like I'll I'll get in a river. <laughs> yeah. I watched a movie yesterday where these people went to go shoot on a an island that had just risen due to some hurricane shifting some stuff around and uh they kayaked out three hours to be there. Ooh. It's like there is nothing short of the hand of God or Satan <laughs> that would make me do that. Yeah. I'm I do not want to die on the ocean. I do not want to drown. <laughs> Or get eaten by any of the many monsters that live in there. <laughs> yeah, not on my to-do list. So um, we cut over to uh, the, the airship where Draganis is issuing orders and they start shooting at police cars and what have you. Um, the ducks hide under a bus, but the robot can't because he's too big. <laughs> Classic robot problems. <laughs> Been there. Uh but luckily, like a news helicopter comes down and uh, they ask permission from Cleghorn to borrow it. I assume it's a police helicopter because they ask him for permission. Maybe, but I don't see any insignias on it. I just see it's, doors. It's his private helicopter. Oh, okay. He's an eccentric billionaire. <laughs> yeah. He's just a cop for funsies. Yeah. That is fun. Uh, so they use the helicopter to fly up there. Uh, Draganis didn't appreciate it and he wants them to his robots i don't see the guys that he has under his employee that's true he's got the robots they're too bumbling (laughs) that's true i've met him so they they are able to land with little trouble there is a robot piloting the ship which seems like they could have just programmed the ship to be its own pilot but whatever it's fine um and uh Tanya's job is to go commandeer the vessel. Everybody else is going to handle the dragon robots with the with the boob guns. Um, Wildwing takes some fire. Like, he just sends Tanya on her own, and I guess he's drawing it. <laughs> he, us- he usually does. Yeah, but he's not even deploying his shield. He's just, like, covering his face with the gauntlets. And it's working. But Tanya is able to find the anti-grav device basically immediately. Yeah. It was under the seat of the pilot. Like, the only thing that slowed her down was distance. Yes. And then tilting the seat back. Uh, Braun is having no trouble with the, the dragon robots, and Tanya successfully plants an explosive device. While Draganus watches. Yeah. I feel like he could throw magic or breathe fire, or yeah. at least shoot a gun at it. Jump her. down and whip her in the face with your tail. But he doesn't. Also, he can be invisible, so I don't know why he's do- not doing that. But instead, he swings the wrecking ball and tries to kill Braun with it uh, by dropping it on him. And, and then Mallory is faster than anyone in the show has ever been. <laughs> yeah, she's fast duck. guess so. Uh, and she pushes the giant robot that, without a doubt, outweighs her by several times yeah uh, but she's able to push him out of the way and then the robot's like i would have been fine i mean it might have crushed me and then mallory's like yeah but i had to save you no collateral damage 
I don't think that's collateral damage, first of all. Nope. Well, technically speaking, he's a robot, so he is a thing. I guess that's true. But it is rude to say that to his face, especially because he has sentience. <laughs> yeah. So the, they've pretty much won the day, and uh, Tanya set the timer, and nobody's bothering to go and try and take the explosive device off of the It has the a switch generator. on it. I bet that turns it off. Or cuts the time in half. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the timer went way faster. Yeah. It's, it, those were not seconds. Those were half seconds. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So the bomb goes off. The thing falls out of the sky and Draganis uh, teleports away. And then they have the thought that, oh, yeah, this fucking thing is just hovering over Anaheim. We should probably pilot it yeah. away from there. Um, And then Braun is like, I got it. <laughs> no discussion, no questions. He just hops out and fucking saves Anaheim. He's been here one day and he's better than the ducks. Uh, he successfully navigates it into the mountains. He's still able to steer it despite it not having a, a thrust anti grab or drive. Like, wings of any kind. It should have just fallen. Uh, but luckily, the ducks are capable of piloting a helicopter. That's fine. Uh, they do go over to the wreckage and they stand around and look not particularly hard yeah but it looks like bronze dead even though we've seen him take a lot of explosions and not have an issue yeah he has very strong armor but it's you know it's done he's dead and then uh what's his name swindles there and he's mad because his anti-grav generator is dead but also you should have the plans. I was just going to say, did he not write down how he built it? And a, a, a force field projector. You could sell that to the military for sure. For sure. But he's he's sad and angry about that. And then we hear Bronze voice uh, and the ducks go running over. They apparently didn't lift a single damn thing, but they do find his head. Yeah. His- Which if that survived, his body should be there somewhere, right? Yeah, there's not even a scuff. I mean, I will accept his head getting popped off. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't make any sense that his body was destroyed and his head is fine. That almost seems like a safety feature where it pops off rather than breaking. Yeah. Um. So, they're like, I guess this is ours now. Uh, and they, <laughs> they're going to take him home. And then we hear uh, Swindle yell that that's the last time I'm going to deal with those lizards. Those freaking lizards, man. Uh, good, good job, Swindle. You've done it. You learned that the bad guys are bad. <laughs> Mazel tov. Um, that's how it ends. It's Jake. Yes. What was the most turtle-rific part? Ah, uh, the most turtle-rific part um, was the, the, the fact that they wrote half of the cast out for no particular <laughs> reason, I think. They're just, we're just missing three ducks for most of the episode. Yeah. Duck Orange barely got any lines. Grin only had the one. While or nosedive had a couple. Yeah, he yelled a few things before they got rid of him, just with an unspecified injury. Like at least we saw a giant pipe land on Grin, <laughs> but the other two were just <laughs> laying on the ground, throughout their backs. I guess so. What if it's just easier to write an episode without that many characters? Probably is. Got to. F- you don't have to find something for three people to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes they do just ignore someone like during a battle or you know things like that you're just like i haven't seen tanya in a minute (laughs) yeah she's working on drake one looking up yeah the internet or whatever 
What about you, Sky? What did you think was uh, turtlerific? I think it's pretty. They're pretty turtlerific that they're trying to expand the universe. Like, there's this police force or of bounty hunters we've we're learning about. It's true, and it expands Dragonus's backstory that he used to be in prison. Yeah. And the way that Brun entered was kind of cool, where he just tore a hole in reality yeah. and stepped through. I'm always a fan of that in fiction, where <laughs> you are able to just, you know, manipulate time and space and show up where you feel like. It's always fun. It's a good time. The Ninja Turtles 80s series had a, a sword what could do that, where you could cut through reality. Master Splinter got stranded in the in-between. Oh, no. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? I'm going to say Swindell, because he yeah. invented an anti-gravity thingy, and he had a little <laughs> vest that made him bulletproof. It's true. He did all the things that he wanted to do except for get paid. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Uh, I'm going to give it to Wildwing for knowing when to drop the dead weight and leave all your your shitty brother <laughs> and grin. Don't try and pr- don't try and bring the people with leg injuries on a mission. <laughs> I mean, he probably could have used Duck Orange for some stuff, but you know, you have to make it seem like you're not biased. That's true. Even though he's clearly better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, who was the most... Yeah, I already asked that. What did, did you do for one, a yeah. pop culture palate cleanse? Um, uh, on Katie and I's journey through the Pixar catalog, Sky, we got to uh, movie number two yesterday, uh, Bugs Life. It's pretty good. That was the second Pixar movie? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I had not seen I that in a I thought that was way l- further along. No, that's number two. Huh. Uh, I had not seen that in a long-ass time. It, it holds up. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Hopper is a very compelling villain. Yeah, and he is voiced by known sex pest Kevin Spacey. Yes, an actual real life villain. <laughs> yes, so that adds to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's super scary. Yes, he <laughs> and is. And he gets murdered. So sure does by a bird. Yeah, he gets at. Spoiler alert! I suppose <laughs> for this like twenty year old movie, <laughs> yeah. longer than that, I think. Um. So yeah, that's really good. Also, uh, Star Wars Publishing started their um. High Republic initiative situation. So there, a bunch of books came out under that banner. So I started the first one. I'm only about 100 pages in, but it's good so far. I really enjoy it. And uh, I the first issue of the comic that goes along with it also was interesting, but I don't know what's going on yet. So <laughs> I don't have much to report on that. Thanks. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I watched anything new or interesting other than A Bug's Life. What about you, Sky? Well, uh, I watched, as I mentioned earlier, a movie about people paddling out on kayaks to a sinking island, and then a shark attacked them, and I left that part out. <laughs> what movie was this called? I It doesn't matter. It was bad and dumb. Oh, okay. It was based on a true story, but like these people went out there to get for to do like a model shoot, because the guy was like, oh, nobody's ever been there before. Don't you want to document an island? And then all of the shots that he was taking didn't feature the island in any way uh it was a thing that i noticed that was happening and then a shark came and ate him and then the other two had to escape the shark um it sounds great (laughs) yeah i'm very afraid of open water um and i would never for any reason go out on a cruise ship or paddle into the goddamn ocean on a kayak. There's so many reasons not to go on a cruise ship, especially nowadays. Like diphtheria. Yeah. Um, or 
COVID-19, because every ship that's left a dock since this started has had a giant outbreak. Yeah, because people are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also are. watched a movie called My Blind Brother, starring Adam Scott, who I enjoy quite a bit, Nick Kroll, who's very, very funny, and Jenny Slate, who is also very, very funny. The movie was not. <laughs> it, it was more like the the description I read pitched it as a romantic comedy, and it is much more of a drama. But it, it does have its moments. This movie hurt you, I think. A little. I was. It's not what I wanted. It was good, but it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> Jenny Slate and Nick Kroll have some really great chemistry. It's really fun. I'm sure I did other things, but it's a seven days is a long time. A yeah. lot can happen, and then a lot you can forget about. Yeah, like they tried to overthrow the government. Well, yeah, that was distracting. Yep. <laughs> and Bean Dad happened. Yeah, that was early in the week. That's long gone. Yep. <laughs> uh, a little girl was hungry, and my brother, my brother, and me got a new theme song as a result. Yes. Which is silly. <laughs> You know, if they had just waited and not addressed it, they wouldn't have had to change their theme song. Yeah, we all would have been very distracted. Yep, because the world um, is awful, and we are slowly being digested by an uncaring universe. How do you really feel, Sky? The the things that I just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Yeah, I... I I'm already very sick of people being like, it's still 2020. Stop blaming bad things happening on a specific year. Bad things happen because people make terrible choices. Right. The only year that was cursed was 2012 because of the Mayans, and we made it through that. And 2016 because the Cubs won the World Series and broke the seal on the curse, and it had to go somewhere. Yeah, but they didn't win that until, like, October of that year, so... A lot happened before then. Sure. But they're the ones that sealed our Armageddon. Baseball. Curses. Um, yeah. So, there's that. Anyway, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me... I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. The other things that I say when we close our, out are, um, well, I just want to pepper this one in. Uh, if you vote for Trump, fuck you. If you support him in any way, also fuck you. I hope there's still people listening to this at this point uh, after all your ranting and, and ravings that uh, are still like, I really like the shows they cover, but not their political views. Yeah, I, I want that to be. And if, if you are somebody who supported the the siege of the capital you can kindly stop listening and fuck all the way off uh also uh defund the police of black lives matter uh, also stay frosty <laughs> I, I like to keep it light yep not me death and darkness over here <laughs> 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 <laughs>